And the show has started. Good day, everyone. Hey, hey. We're here. Hey. Uh, Steed, it was just Memorial Day yesterday. Yes, it was. I saw a firework in honor of you. How does, does that help? Oh, well, Memorial Day is in honor of the people that died, not the veterans. Oh, that makes sense. Veterans so, Day would be for that, right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Okay. So it was not for me, but, you know, it was nice you were thinking about our boys in green. Presumably, you will die at some point. So it was maybe just an honor prior to whenever that is. Yes, and I would I would give it, saying, saying five years is a stretch. Okay. <laughs> we'll, have to get, we'll have to get this podcast going a lot more before that. <laughs> we'll have to really step it up here. What did you guys do for the, I don't know if you had off work or whatever, but what did you do over this past, uh, what have you been up to since we recorded last? I went to a little uh, cookout. It was, uh, we ignored COVID standards. Yeah. Or no, we kept with it because there was under 10 people there. There you but go. We did a little cookout at my friend's house. He, uh, he has a little baby, so I got to pet a baby's head. I was instructed to put the baby down when I was holding it. So, so you picked up, you picked up the baby, and then all of a sudden they said, "Please put down the baby." Yeah, I was holding the baby, I guess, a little too rigidly, to the point where they thought this might be harming the baby. <laughs> That's fair. Hey, Pat, I'm going to need you to mute if you're going to go outside. I'm not outside. Oh, it's so loud. It's very loud. It is. Yes. How about this? I'll mute. I'll mute unless you want me to talk. But you got to cue me. Well, I want you to talk throughout the episode. But fine. Hey, hey, hey. I cooked some hot dogs. Yeah. I was in charge of the grill because the guy hosted and it got too drunk. And I was also drunk, but I've done it before. Yeah. Know how to grill a dog after I've had a couple bruisers. Hell yeah. So it was no problem. Hell yeah. I only, the burgers did fall apart. So people got like some sliders, <laughs> some full size burgers or half size burgers, whatever. Yeah. The sizes were, yeah. Other, than that, other than that, it's a win. So, uh, Pat, you moved in. So you're talking about you moved into your new space. You've not recorded an episode here. How was moving during this time? You're glad you did it. Uh, I mean, it was definitely different. We all had to wear masks. Um, I had to get my stuff from a storage place instead of like move from one place to another. So it was like a couple stops. But yeah. all in all, it went pretty quick. It's nice. I, I like the new space. Um gonna miss the old neighborhood but i'm happy to be out of the other place because i had nothing but issues there yeah so yeah it, it wasn't bad it, i had a lot of help which was nice um 
in terms of what's been going on, I spent um, last Saturday with a friend in the suburbs and this person lives in like an apartment complex that there's like four different buildings and in the back of each of them, there's like a public pool. Ooh. And so the plan was to hang out by the pool and sip on some drinks all day because it was going to finally be warm. We went out there and we later got kicked out because I guess that that is um, not stay-at-home policy. I guess that is a public pool, even though there was like four people in there. Going to a pool isn't allowed? Like a pool, like imagine four buildings like facing each other in the back and then there's a pool in there that's probably like the size yeah. of, I don't know. Okay. You ever been like, to like a campground? Like yeah, a campground like a chill pool. pool. A chill pool. Yeah, they shut it down for the whole weekend, I guess, um, because there's multiple people in multiple homes that you can't go in there. So that was interesting. That is so, strange. Well, the chlorine the, should kill the roni. I don't know. I'm just saying I've been kicked out of a Taco Bell, a concert, and now a pool. So add it to the list. <laughs> I've been kicked out of a pool before. <laughs> they Not for the ronies. <laughs> they, uh, my brother was trying to canoe uh, over the weekend, and they shut him down. Really? Who How? shut him? Was there was there the like police. a canoe police or something? Police came by and said, "You you see a sign that says there's no boating." Um, and he said, "The guy said, I'm going to assume you didn't see the sign that said no boating." Vaughn said he was literally right next to the sign that said <laughs> no boating. Again, this is where you could make the argument. You could say you own a boat. Um, you got a kayak, got a canoe. You know. You're a captain. Yeah, what, where do these guys get off? Like, oh, I'm on a boat. What happens on the boat where coronavirus is just shooting into my veins? <laughs> I'm not a fucking scientist. Uh, it's when the air mixes with the water right above the surface. That's top rony spot. Um, <clears throat> so I was in Minnesota this past weekend. We went there and actually were on boats the whole time. Uh, Minnesota, much different vibe than being in downtown Chicago. You notice like the more downtown you get, uh, the more kind of on lockdown everything is and the more that it's just been taking different things. I mean, Minnesota's had very few cases of COVID. So people there are not taking it. I think in Minneapolis, it's different. We were kind of in northern Minnesota where there's not a lot of people, but, you know, nobody's really wearing masks, um, even in any of the stores or anything like that. And a decent amount of people out on boats and stuff like that. So it's a much different vibe. They don't GAF. Yeah, exactly. They don't. And to be fair, there's not a lot going on up there. I bet you look, if you looked in like kind of those Northern parts, there's almost no cases. I mean, just Minnesota in general doesn't have a lot, but especially up there, it's not a lot of people, but it's interesting to go from that vibe to a different one. Like in, you know, Chicago where they're talking about things still being shut down for a while, um, potentially in, you know, June and stuff like that. Chubstep Nava wanted me to do a topic or like a segment called Unpopular Opinion. And so my unpopular opinion will be, uh, and feel free to chime in as I'm going through this, guys. But uh, I'm my unpopular opinion is that I don't think that people keep saying that, uh, you know, people that are like, oh, open everything up are like one political side. And then people that are saying we need to lock everything down are like on the other political side. But my unpopular opinion is going to be that it's not a political thing. And here's why. I Fuck think you. <laughs> here's what I think. So there are a lot of people um, 
that have very different jobs in these different types of areas. So people that are working and living in downtown Chicago have more uh, like a white collar job, right? So a lot of people working in offices and buildings like that. People living outside of cities, a lot of their jobs are more blue collar jobs a lot of the time. And obviously there, this varies from person to person, but I'm just saying in majority, we're going to have like more blue collar type jobs, maybe on the you know outside, outskirts of a city. Um, You're <laughs> disconnected. Areas. You're disconnected. From uh, society, because you're a big city dweller now. Yes. Boo. So your opinion's not popular. I'm not. Boo. I haven't gotten to the point yet. Um, <laughs> so my thought is that um, people that that live in blue or work in blue collar jobs or are experienced not in an environment where they're always everything's catered to them, as in like I can just order Grubhub and get food, uh, you know that kind of thing. I can do that. I live in the suburbs. Boom! <laughs> you're nail. You're helping. You're you're totally helping me along at this point. So, um, <laughs> no, I think that you know people that do that have a certain amount of risk in their life already. So, Paul, you were in the army. If you were to tell like a an, a guy that's currently like an army ranger or something like, let's say like a green beret, something like that, if you're going to tell him to worry about a disease where maybe he's like in his 20s or 30s and has less than a percent chance of dying from the disease. Uh, you're going to tell a guy like that to worry about something that insignificant to hurt his health when every day he's risking his life, you know, in the military. Or you're talking like, what about somebody in a bad neighborhood? Somebody in a bad neighborhood has a much higher chance of getting into some sort of dispute. You know, there there might be gun violence in the area. There might be <laughs> some sort of dispute. <laughs> <laughs> uh, saying, hold on chap i think those blokes down the block or what about like a guy in dispute what about a uh, what about like deadliest catch like somebody on deadliest catch you're gonna yeah, tell one deadliest, of those they don't care about COVID. that's what i'm saying you're All gonna tell somebody about is the numbers and yield yeah exactly so you're gonna tell like a guy on a you know tuna boat or something that is risking your life every day to worry about something that's less and so i think that just it's like a you know a curve where the more risk and judgment you have to make every day in your life of or like maybe a professional car driver somebody that's risking you know they know every time they get in the car there's a chance that car crashes somebody that has to constantly make judgments on what is a safe you know thing to do versus not a safe thing to do i would think would go through life a lot differently than somebody that goes in the city and doesn't have to make those same judgments because their life is is fairly straightforward and there's not a lot of risks and other than like you know diseases like covid and things because you're you're a beta soy boy bitch and you ain't got real problems (laughs) this is what you're saying so covid is the biggest problem in your life right now you're just like oh my what if i get what if i get sniffles if i get the sniffles then i can't have my starbies coffees (laughs) no i just say it i it's i mean somewhere you're exaggerating it but i mean somewhat to a to a point of that i think that it's not so much a political thing. And also a lot of the people that are in that blue collar life are uh, leaning towards a certain political you know, realm versus you talk about like rural areas versus urban areas always have different political views as a majority. Um, so I think it obviously aligns with that. But I think the reason is not for political reason, but more for a lifestyle choice and something like that. Why some people it's affecting some people more than other people. Um for good or bad, I'm just saying that seems to be what I've been noticing. Uh, the people to me that, you know, are like, oh, I don't care about this, seem to be people that are in jobs that 
have higher risks than uh, other people that I know. Fuck your opinion. That's so unpopular. I basically just needed a way to say what I was going to say either way. And Nava suggested that I have a, <laughs> have a thing called unpopular opinion. So I decided to weed the I two don't, I don't think it's an unpopular opinion, but that was a very um, well put. Have you been thinking about this a lot? Uh, I have thought about it quite a bit. Do you want more danger in your life? I have a fair amount of danger in my life. Um, <clears throat> you know, I take I, I live life on the edge, and uh, I live every day like it's already been my last. Like I've already died, and now I'm back to relive it, like oh. a resurrected Jesus in a sense. Mm, okay, <clears throat> Pat, yeah, that makes sense. What are your thoughts on that, Pat? I think that no matter who you talk to, everybody has a separate opinion on what's going on, and we're not in control, so your opinion really doesn't matter. Oh, <laughs> yeah, unpopular, baby. <laughs> it's very helpful, Pat. <laughs> no, that was good. That's what you want. Do you want to come in with an unpopular opinion? Yeah, you're right. That's a good point. That is a good point. I can't so ever there you go. You just got served. That is true. <laughs> Just wanna be pure. Oh, we have some emails. Let's get to some emails before I go too far. Because I skipped them last okay. week. Okay, so the first one is uh, is from Chubstep Dan and he says, I blame you for the way I am. And it's him in a sweatshirt. I'm gonna show you guys this picture here. <laughs> what the hell? What's with the pink hat? I don't know. <laughs> what is all so, of that? <laughs> I'll post this picture on the Instagram, but um, it's Chubs Up Dan wearing a mask, a pink hat, uh, so sort of like big style headphones, like Beats style headphones, and then shorts and kind of thermal leggings underneath that. And he said, I blame you all for the way I am. I don't know if he's talking about Chubb Step in general, or if he's talking about like just other people for the COVID situation, hence he has to run with a mask. Um, but I think Pat oh, should take some of the He's jogging. He's jogging. He's a jiving. Wait, is is he going jogging in this picture? Yeah, it looks like he was about to run. That's a very stylish running outfit. I will say that. Yeah, I would agree with that. That's pre-90 degree weather, I assume. Uh, I think so. That was sent a few weeks ago. That was like two weeks ago. So Okay, so he's not just trying to shed some poundage. Yeah. So here's the next one. Uh, It's from Smacko. It said, would you chubber? Okay, would you rather... Have to, Pat, you didn't even say Smacko. Yeah, you didn't let me. Smacko! Okay. <laughs> Would you rather have to take a 35-minute bath using dish soap and water twice a year for 11 years or have a low-impact earthquake in whatever city you're in every time it is every of your ex-lover's birthday for four years? <laughs> if you have three total ex-lovers, that's 12 total earthquakes, assuming they have unique birthdays. Okay, so I'm going to just read this one more time because that was hard for me to understand it reading the first yeah, time. Yeah, read that one more time. Okay. <laughs> so the first option, there's two options here. Ready? First option, 35-minute bath using dish soap and water twice a year for 11 years. So 22 times total, you're taking a 35-minute bath using dish soap and water. Is that your only bathing source? I'm assuming that's your only source of bathing. I'm assuming so. Otherwise, what's so bad about that? So let's assume that's your only thing. Okay. Then yeah. the other t- other thing is a low-impact earthquake 
every time it's one of your ex-lover's birthdays for four years. So let's talk about this, like maybe past uh, sexual encounters, and you just do that times for every time one of them would have a birthday for four years. So if you have three, he's saying that's 12 earthquakes total um, on their birthday. So you could know it. You could figure out when their birthdays were and be ready for that. Or your only time bathing would be uh, 35 minute baths. I think I'm going to define lover. Well, that's what he says. Your ex-lover's birthday. Um, now, would... <laughs> let's go with... Uh, <laughs> let's go with like ex, uh, like a girlfriend or something like that. Oh, I don't have many of those. I'll take the impact. <laughs> yeah, it depends on how you define lover here, Smacko. Um, exactly, long, because... Well, how long was the relationship? If it was a couple of months, I don't care. If it's someone I've made sweet love to and given them the most sexually awakening experience of their life, then I am taking the bath. For sure. <laughs> yeah, that's... Yeah, it, 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 yeah, I think it's it's going to be totally dependent on on how you're defining it here, Smacko. Um, what what we'll are you allowed this. to? Are you allowed to go outside naked when it's raining? That's a good question. What about rivers? Can you swim in a river, a clean river? Interesting. Yeah, because there's so many of those. Uh, I was in Arkansas, cleanest river I ever seen, crystal clear waters. I, to me, that's a form of bathing, right? But I think I think you're right. Where if your only traditional bath was, I, let's assume that you could go in rivers and go out in the rain, naked, which is tough to do in the city. Uh, that's <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you want to go a little north on so, Lake Michigan? <laughs> so Jack also responds. So let's. There was two responses to this. So just so we can get some other people's inputs, uh, Coach said, "Define lover," which is what we were wondering. And then Chubstep Dan replied, I'll do both so Coach doesn't have to pick one. And then Coach said, thanks, Papa Bear. So <laughs> Dan's just doing both, so we didn't even have to define lover, so this was never answered. But I, we kind of have the same thing here, ex-lover. I guess ex-lover would be somebody that you were in love with. So I don't think so. Jeff, I don't think Jennifer Lopez's what? birthday, there's going to be an earthquake. Shit, yeah, <laughs> yes. like Selena Gomez. <laughs> yes. A good, That's a yeah. good point, Pat. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> what if you didn't even know it? Like, what's controlling these earthquakes? God, I th- probably. I think you might get slammed yeah. with earthquakes. Smacko, we've. I think we've made the decision. I think we can, as a group, decide if it was lover as an ex, somebody we called girlfriend. Um, then we would take uh, the ex lover earthquake going on whenever it's her birthday we're if, taking the earthquake yeah if it's something that's defined more loosely then we would take the bathing twice a year there we go there we go uh smacko sent these things and i don't know how you guys are supposed to hear this but he sent two sound bites and it's it's, it's two people saying hello there so i have the sound bites i'll play them but it's obi-wan from Obi-Wan I think it's Kenobi. The Phantom when he goes, hello there. Hello there. Hello there. Yeah. He he pops in on General Grievous. That's exact. How did you know that of line? Course. Yes. That is the one. So he's talking about that. What do you mean, how did I know that line? I don't remember <laughs> that line. Um, then the other one is Smacko. Uh, sorry, the other one is Shrek, not Smacko. The other one is Shrek, and he's saying, oh, hello there. Oh, hello there. Okay. So I saying, don't know what that one's from. He's, it's just from Shrek. 
Um, yeah. <laughs> Shrek's not featured in many other things. Uh, which He said, which is a better way to greet your friends? The Obi-Wan hello or the Shrek one? Hello there. Oh, hello there. Hello there. Oh, hello there. And then who does the best Shrek accent? So we all got to try doing, saying Shrek hello there. I just watched this with Mike like three weeks ago. Okay. No, it was, it was months ago, actually. So you just have to try and sound like Mike Myers, basically. Yeah, yeah but Shrek Mike Myers. Not Austin Powers, Mike yeah. Myers, which we can all do. We've yeah. proven that. Yeah, it's not. It's not far, far off. I just watched one of those Austin Powers movies. It's got to be the same. <laughs> <laughs> which, by the way, those movies are much funnier now that we're. Adults. They're so funny. Oh my god. Uh, so I'll go first. I'm. I. You want to go first? Okay. Well, I think. I well, I think. I think the Obi Wan hello there is a better way to greet friends. It's intriguing. It's more it's intriguing. Like, hello there. It's like, hello there. I can't even do it. I'm not you and yeah. McGregor. Yeah. You walk in, Obi-Wan, hello there, and people are like, oh, this guy's back, baby. Exactly. What's exactly. he up to? Not exactly. Shrek, you big ogre. Exactly. Let's all try our Shreks. Oh, hello there. Okay. <clears throat> oh, hello there. Oh, hello there. <laughs> You sounded like a Scottish sheep herder. <laughs> that, that's all right. Let's see what you got then. All right, all right. Let me think about Shrek. Hello there. <laughs> you didn't even finish the word. I'm gonna retry it. I'm okay. gonna retry that. <clears throat> hello there. No, I can't do it. Oh, hello there. Okay. I'd have to practice for 45 minutes. I can't do accents. Okay, Pat, let's see yours. Okay. Ogre, ogres are like onions. Oh, hello there. Oh, hello there. I sounded like myself. <laughs> you just said, yeah. yeah. That was just you, Pat. <laughs> that was pretty good. That was better than mine. <laughs> Jared, I guess you win because you were at least like Scottish or something. Yeah, I, well, we'll have the we'll have Smacko decide. He can write us in who he thinks is best. Someone complained that the men's room is whites only. Stanley, you know that's not true. I didn't say that. And why is there a picture of a white man on the door? I uh... saw. So this is actually something from Pushing Tin that I saw last week that I forgot to mention during the review of Pushing Tin. God, they, the name of that movie is ridiculous. So, yeah. So they saw what they were doing in the movie to decide who, there would be a big group of them getting drinks, decide who would pay for the drinks. What they did is they all got a match. They all lit the match. And the last, oh, sorry, the first person to drop their match had to pay for all the drinks. Oh, that's pretty good. I like that move a lot. Now, what if you just let it burn your fingers and don't drop it? But Does there's that no count way as a win? there's no way if you're in a group of like six that everybody's gonna do that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I'd you, be willing to go the distance. That's that's the thing. It's like how big is that <laughs> bill? You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, I know. If it's six people and drinks for a night and you're rolling with the boys, dude, that yeah. That could be up there. Yeah. I'm I'm usually not a big fan of like doing the rounds of like, hey, I'll buy this round and then the next person buys the next round. I Only think. if it's with my close friends. Yeah, you're right. Maybe it's you're right. Maybe with the close friends, it's fine. I agree. I've just been in situations where it's like, I I do that, and I somehow always get screwed with that. 
Yeah, well, yeah. Like, oh, you, here's shots. the thing. You could finish your, well, not even a round of shots. Imagine you get a round of beers, okay? I know people who would take some, uh, like, a whole fucking hour to finish a beer. Yeah. You know, so you <laughs> yes. just bought that, and then you're waiting, like, I don't know, 40 minutes for another one. So that's why I just <laughs> yeah, don't even do that. So there you go. With the match, yeah. then it just, it, uh, it leaves it all up to uh, how much determination you have. Yeah, that's a good one. I mean, because then you can get the tab. You just start a tab for the table and just start rolling drinks on the tab. And then at the end of the night, you know, you got a dweeb over here. Can't hold a match for shit. Can't drink. He gets screwed. Exactly. It kind of weeds out the nerds. Yeah, Um, freaking nerds. Huge, big news out of India. Indian yogi. What's his name? Indian yogi Prali Jani, uh, who claimed to have not eaten since 1940, eaten or drank since 1940, has died. <laughs> There's some guy that said so, he had not eaten or drank since 1940? This is actually wild. Uh, so he's 90. This is based on his claim that he was born in 1929. So they don't even know. Okay. Um, he is toast. Uh, he claimed he had not eaten or drank since 1940. Uh, India, where he's at, he gained like a following and everything. And they did test on him two times. So like the Deepas, which is the... Oh my god, I'm so bad. The Defense Institute of Physiology and Allied Sciences in India. So they studied him under close observation for a fortnight, two weeks. And they found that he passed no urine or stool during the observation. (laughs) But urine appeared to form in his bladder. They said he was physically normal. Oh, the first test was only 10 days, not two weeks. But he did drop a slight amount of weight in the 10 days of observation. Okay. And then the, in 2010, seven years later, they're like, you know what? We're studying you again. 35 researchers. They thought it would tremendously benefit mankind if they studied this guy. Yeah. So they studied him, uh, studied him round-the-clock surveillance, CCTV cameras. So they're actually watching him. Yeah. They would only let him out of the room for tests and um, exposure to the sun because, of course, he needs to get his energy from the sun. Um, <laughs> so he was he was allowed to gargle water, gargle fluid, and occasionally bathe. Wow. And then on the fifth day of the fortnight, they sealed his toilet. They're like, you're done. We got to know if you're peeing or pooping. <laughs> done. He did not go to the bathroom from the fucking, in the whole 15 days. What? Yeah. <laughs> so what did this guy, and he does yoga, what What did he get his energy from? He's saying the sun? Well, he's, a, he's a breathitarian. Yeah, he needs the sunlight and the air. Uh, he was apparently, I think he claims he was blessed or something or... Uh, he said the goddess Amba sustained him. Okay, well, yeah, that's, that... that's 
That's the Quake version. <laughs> I looked into that as well. I just, it, I, I so so they're basically thinking that this guy is legit. So, but all the studying, they didn't really learn anything. It sounds like, other than that, he was maybe telling the truth. The, so they studied him, and they thought that he may have been able. His body might have been like crazily adapted from like a child to just go like long periods without food or water. Okay. And guys from like Harvard and. Uh, other like medical colleges yeah. were like, this is BS. We want to study this guy ourselves. And they refused to let this Harvard guy go into the studies, but they were like, Oh, you can come test him on TV. And he's like, no, <laughs> let me test him in this two week study. They did not let him go in. So there's like a conspiracy gotcha. that he was like, somehow India was paying it off. Yeah. But they're like, yeah. So they're pretty much, I don't want to say bogus claims, but they said they tested the level of bathwater before and after the fact. Why don't they just have, I think there's just cameras on him all the time. You're going to see if he's going to drink some of the water. Yeah, but if he goes under to like bathe his head, there's no way of telling. And if they test the levels of water, what if that's where he was peeing? Because they said he didn't pee. So maybe he just peed in that water, drank the same amount that's of water. Exactly. Gets out of the bath. That's the way Boom, you do it. fine. Yeah, that's how I would have Take done it. Take some huge gulps. I mean, the water is going to, you would have to do it before you put in the soap. But yeah, then you just drink a bunch <laughs> of, drink a bunch of the yeah, water. Soaked up the pee water. out that exact amount of water. And um, if you're good enough, you could figure out the exact ratios. Um, I think, I, yeah, on, enough to where there would, it would be tolerable for like, then to be like, oh, it was evaporation or like splashing. Yeah. I would have splashed so much. Yeah. Drip so much on the floor. So yeah, how are they going to test that? That's BS. Yeah, he gets out, he's sopping wet. That goes on the floor. They're not testing the floor. So the biggest what if, the biggest potential legend in in history died, but we'll never know how legit he was. I honestly think it was real. No, oh. he hasn't eaten in seventy years, baby. Maybe I eighty or something. I haven't eaten dinner tonight. I'm like starving. I'm gonna just freak try some out. bath water. Oh yeah, I'll just take a bath. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so dumb. From this moment forward, I decree: no more schnitzel or strudel. Let's get some American food up in there. Well, I did get tested for COVID, so we could talk about that experience. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So the whole background of the story is not very fun. Um, I have to see a doctor for another health reason. So this is what kind of upset me was right now they're only taking new patients digitally. So you can't even go into an office and see somebody unless it's an emergency. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but when they're screening me, they're asking me like some preventive COVID questions. And maybe I heard it wrong, but the guy basically, it sounded like he said, have you coughed in the last two weeks? And Ooh. I was like, you're like, I sure. think he meant to say, have I had a cough? But I was like, yes, I've coughed in the last two weeks. Oh. He's like, have you had a runny nose at any point? And I'm like, uh, could be allergies, but yeah, I think so. And he's like, all right, well, you can't see anybody until we get you tested. And I'm like, but this is a digital like appointment. That doesn't <laughs> even make any sense. <laughs> so now, 
it just turned my day all upside down. I had to go get tested. And the weird thing is, is when you make an appointment to get tested, they ask if you're coming by yourself or someone's coming with you, and they ask what you're going to be wearing. So it was cold when I was supposed to go, so I said, I'm going to be wearing a White Sox jacket. You know, it's it'd be perfect for, like, 40, 50-degree weather. Yeah, perfect. So. So I ended up getting rescheduled because there was like some emergency that happened at the testing place. I don't even want to know what happened. But oh, yes. Probably COVID. They uh, they moved me to the next day, and so it was much warmer that day. It was like 65 or 70, so wearing that jacket was not ideal. Oh, you um, wore the same jacket? Well, you have to. They ask what you're coming in. What the hell? <laughs> I, I'll, I'll, get in, I'll get into it. It's weird. So... <laughs> I walk up to this place. It's like a drive-thru, but I don't have a car, so I'm yeah. walking up. There's a guy with a walkie-talkie, and he just sort of puts his hand out, like, to stop, and, like, walks up to me, and he just goes, are you Pat Callahan? <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, right this way. So, what you go... <laughs> so, you know what really made me mad is I was pretty positive I didn't have it, and I tested negative I didn't have it, but then they put me in an area where all these people who do have it go every day. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. It's really weird. It's, like, outside. It's, in like, underneath, like, um, an office, but it's, like, outside. It's weird. You, you sit in a chair that's basically, like, it's almost like a lawn chair. Like, you just sit in this chair away from everybody. Everybody's wearing, like, space suits and whatnot. <laughs> Lady comes up to me. She has me, like, sign a waiver or whatever. Um, and then I thought it was going to be a self-test, and I was going to do it myself. It turns out she was going to do it. Ooh. Dude, these things, they stick in your nose. They got to be like a foot. They, they got to be like a foot long. They're so long. anxiety instantly hits. She says, tilt. <laughs> She's like, remove your mask, but keep it over your mouth. Tilt your head back. And, dude, they literally poke you in the brain with this thing. Oh, it hurt gosh. so bad. But really? It's, it's over in, like, 10 seconds. They stab you in one nostril in the brain, slip it right out, stab you in the other one. It's really unbearable Why for, do like, they a need second two? or two. You have to go in both nostrils for some reason. Fuck that. I, it should be connected I hope somewhere I down there. I never <laughs> have to. I mean, I've, I've done tattoo removal sessions with a laser okay i've taken shots to the back for a skin issue i would rather do both of those than ever <laughs> fucking have that happen again oh god it's that uncomfortable uh yeah not ideal if somebody's like hey we gotta test you for covid i'd be like test this dick <laughs> i'm not doing it <laughs> well figure out another way take my blood i don't care and pat like what you're what you're saying like this is where there's a lot of, you know, a lot of reasons people are upset is because some of the decisions that are made are not very logical things. Like to tell you that somebody that potentially might have it to put them in a room and a contained room with a bunch of other people that might potentially have it. There's no that doesn't make well, any no, sense. There, there, there's no one else there besides the, the doctors and stuff. But they, they were in one there. person at a time. But people were in there. And that was like, I'm like, why do I have to get tested? If I I'm see. I see. I see. Looking at somebody through my cell phone. Yeah, especially if they were blue collar, right, Jared? <laughs> <laughs> um, so you're you're good then, Pat? Yeah, I came back in like less than twenty four hours. So oh, like, yeah, nice. That's actually huge because all the chubs that post make out like 
every once a week, I'd say. So yeah. me and Jay also have a pretty good chance of being negative then too. Yep, that's true. Pretty good chance. Red. <laughs> I don't want to see your penis. I did want to talk about how annoying passwords are getting. Have you guys noticed that like what they're doing just to like every website used to be you could use your same password and it was just like your normal. You just had to be like over eight characters. I get that or maybe it's over six characters at one point, then like over eight characters. Then they're like, you have to have a capital. Then, you know, a couple of years ago, they started adding and like have a capital and a number. And then recently yeah. they've had like add a capital, a number and a, like a special symbol. A special character. A special character. Dollar and I, sign. And I get <laughs> that, you know, there's the reason they're doing that at level of security. And I get that for like your bank account and stuff like that. But like I saw this with a golf <laughs> to sign up to book a round of golf. You had to make a little account <laughs> on the golf's website. And they had one that wanted you to have a capital letter, a <laughs> special symbol, a number, and it over be over 10 uh, letters along. Jared, did you have to use any sort of credit card or anything while doing this? Uh, you did have to. Yeah, it was like a $4 charge. Yes. Yeah, that's why. Because Hackers. The- I'm, I'm telling you from experience. So I had yeah. uh, Amazon uh, Premier. Prime. 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 Well, you might well, have Premier like that's the higher TV. than Prime. That is big. It was, it was, no, it was just like the buying option. It wasn't yeah, like that's the Prime. TV option. Amazon Prime. Okay, so I had I had Prime. I canceled Prime because somebody got into my account and they started buying like gift cards like, <laughs> oh, yeah. right right in front of me. I was thankfully <laughs> logged into my bank like, just to check my oh, statement, my God. and it was happening right in front of me. <laughs> that would be so bad. <laughs> I I didn't get refunded for like five days, and it was like almost five hundred dollars. Wow! So, yeah, just be I think, freaking out. You're like, no. I, <laughs> I well, I, I instantly removed my card from the site, and then I called them like, what the fuck, man. <laughs> God. So if if anything has a card involved with it, I think that's why it gets annoying, Jared. I don't think like if you had like a Twitter password with all that stuff, just anything that involves transactions. That's, that's fair. fair, but like I th- I've I have logged into like dumb ones where it's just like, What's your crazy password? And I'm like, I'm never logging into this again. Yeah. And and Pat, even with these, sometimes you do make a credit card purchase, but you're not saving your credit card information on that website. I don't know how cyber attacks work, but that that is just my guess. Is that it's they a, it's valid. It's a very that. valid guess. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Well, they keep it on file. Like Amazon, I just click. Yeah. I just go in there and I'm like, bloop, bloop, send me this, send me this. And Amazon's like, I whatever. We don't care. Yes. It's nuts. I love the internet. I don't know how it works. You go into a store and you put your little chip in there. I need a steed science on this. This is BS. You put your chip in there and that goes through the internet somehow. They're probably just keeping, they got all my info on the internet already. We got to get into that mainframe. We would have everybody's credit card info where they store the credit card info. Somebody's got to have it. I, that's what I'm saying. It would be the biggest heist we've ever pulled off. <laughs> We've never pulled off any heist, so any heist we do is going to be the biggest we ever pull off. What about the the meat discount at Meyer? <laughs> so, do, are you familiar with the meat discount at Meyer, Pat? No. We would call it the Meyer. <laughs> we would call it the Meyer discount. Um, <clears throat> this is a move that 
during our younger years of bro grill, there were certain times and certain people that would, there would be like a 15% off sticker that they would stick on meat that was getting old. Like, so maybe there'd be like a steak that was like normally $10 for a pound. And now it was like, you know, $6. So, but it was like a separate little sticker that they would stick on the, the wrap around the steak. So <laughs> what a, <laughs> what an informed, I'll call it an informed shopper would do is uh, would slowly remove this orange sticker that said $7 on this $10 steak and stick it on a steak that was maybe like $30 and and then ring up with that sticker and that would be known as that would be known as the Meyer discount. Um, yeah, you get a huge savings on meat by doing that. You could pull a sticker off like a tiny pack of chicken. Yeah. Throw it on the nicest steak you can find. You're paying $3 for like a couple prime TVs, ribbies, you know, fillets, all the juicy ones. <laughs> it's just, uh, it's a different way of uh, looking, just a different way of evaluating prices at a supermarket, basically. Yeah. As long as the sticker's somewhere in the store, whatever. They game. don't care what, the, what it's, it's attached it's to. It's fair game. It's fair game. Um, <laughs> So, uh, so Steve, what was the Tanzania news you were talking about? The infection causes immediate respiratory failure, and scientists claim that these patients are now transmitting. You know what Fugazi is? Fugazi. It's a fake. Fugazi. Fugazi. It's a wazi. It's a wazi. It's a fairy dust. From Tanzania? Yes, I am. Okay, this is a just quick Tanzania COVID update. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's just absolutely ridiculous. It's like, a, like you wouldn't believe this was a country. Um, Tanzania, the president, Magafuli, Big Mike, the big boss. The bulldozer. Yeah, it, the bulldozer. He insists. He doesn't just say he's insisting. COVID-19 was defeated with prayer. He's doubling down on it now. He is doubling down. Okay. And so on one day in this month, because Tanzania opened their borders, they're like, we don't care. Yeah. They sent all their boys to Kenya in trucks or something. In one day, 50 of these truck drivers from Tanzania going to Kenya tested positive for COVID. (laughs) Was so anybody, was anybody I want to know, like, for them? I don't know that specifically they were being uh, prayed for. This is like the Boga Boga drivers, yes, that were impregnating all the teenage girls. Okay, oh, yeah, I forgot about those. <laughs> those are not good guys. God, that, was, that was a crazy one. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, he said, uh, Mike Fooley said that uh, through prayer and. Uh, not cracking down at all. There have been just over 500 cases in the country of 60 million. Yeah. Um, and that number has not rised for three weeks. Okay. Because through prayer, they have actually destroyed it. <laughs> okay. Um, so I, you know, to play devil's advocate, which is a pun, um, I would say that he, I, I would say that how great is their testing? Because last time we talked about Tanzania and COVID, we talked that their tans that their testing worked on 
um, animals and fruits. Um, yes. So positive. So no surprise. So let's assume, <laughs> I don't know how much, you know, advancements they've made in their testing abilities. Um, but as of last time, it was not great. So if you, I guess if you can't test anybody, then no new cases can happen, right? Can't confirm if yes, it can't be tested. Yes, is actually still critical of the testing, <laughs> saying that <laughs> the tests are already infected with COVID-19. That's why they're coming up as positive. These people actually don't have it. So, he goes even further to deny PPE, so personal protective equipment, like yeah. masks and whatever, gowns. He's denying that until tests are done on that equipment to make sure that equipment works. That's, you know what? <laughs> I <laughs> I hadn't thought about it, but like, I guess technically I could be putting on a mask when I go to the grocery store that is already riddled. Doesn't with, even work. Riddled with Ronies, and I'm making it worse. They talk about not, you know, touching like the inside of it and stuff like that. But yeah, who knows, you know, wherever you got it from, whatever the shipping thing was, for all you know, you have it. Pat, you, when you stuck the thing in your nose, that might've had Ronies on it. You might not have had it at the time. Yeah. And I stuck it in your nose. I didn't stick anything in my nose, Jared. Well, they stuck it in your nose. Yeah. Some government agent did. That's trying to pad the numbers. So he says no protective equipment, but you should wear, but you should pray. You should pray. He's actually encouraging people to go out um, this weekend. What was it? Let's see. They're arresting a bunch of people. Is, what was it called? I think they're celebrating something. And he actually said people should go out into the streets and celebrate. Have a good time. We're done. We beat it. It's donezo. But you got to keep praying, I'm assuming. Uh, I think if you don't, you're going to jail. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, he's arresting any journalists um, or opposition leaders that are saying, you know, COVID is actually bad and we yeah. have to take some steps to prevent it. They are being wiretapped, like phone tapped and arrested for <laughs> the transmission of false and misleading information. So... Yeah, well, that's pretty classic Magafuli. He's jailed quite a few journalists and things like that, which is never a good sign of anything going on. I will say what I see a lot of on social media is people like trying to silence other people's opinions with things. And there are a lot of wrong opinions out there, obviously, because only half of the opinions can be right, basically, yeah. if they're opposing each other. But... Now, I think it's never okay to silence a wrong opinion. Like I, I don't think there should ever be something that shouldn't be allowed to be seen or be heard because that's kind of the whole beauty of the freedom of the press and everything like that that the U.S. has. Uh, it, you know, whether that is wrong or not, it's you know people should be able to make that decision for themselves. Yeah, but these aren't opinions; these are just facts. <laughs> that manga fully shut it down. This isn't yeah. like, hey, should we be allowed birth control? It's like, hey, COVID's here. Manga is like, no, motherfucker, no, it's not. <laughs> they yeah. just put you in jail. Yeah, no, I was, I was disagreeing with manga on this one, Steve. Oh wow, put that in your unpopular <laughs> segment. He's up for re-election in October. Are you going to move to Tanzania, register to vote, 
and then vote for Mago Fooley. Mago, I, I would be shocked if Mago Fooley is not the president in the next term. I feel like it's not going to be oh, a situation. Oh, that would be a huge upset. Yeah, if he does not get reelected, because it's I have not. Uh, it seems like everybody that's kind of opposing him gets shut down. So I doubt there's going to be a that fair of an election. But uh, that would be one of the biggest upsets. Like if Vegas puts odds out on yes. Tanzania's election, oh, I'm putting all my money on Magafuli. Oh, for sure. That's that's a good uh, <laughs> got to get into Tanzania betting political game. Uh, it would. <laughs> I am interested. Like I said, just based on everything I've seen, um, he's changed his mind like a few times about how long he's going to serve. You know, at first he was like, no, you can't serve that long. You're just the president. And then he's changed his mind quite a few times about that. <laughs> so <laughs> we'll see what ends up happening, but I'm not, the bulldozer uh, baby. I think the bulldozer might be back. He gives a lot of good stories though. So there's that. He hasn't done a movie. Oh yeah. it's a good point, Pat. I'll do a movie review here. Uh, Billy Bob Thornton movie review. Hello, I'm Billy Bob Thornton. And do me a favor, once we start, let me get three sentences out before you ask me another inane goddamn question. Well, they don't make sense because uh, it's like this. You can say three but not four. It's funny because we have rules in network television. I can barely keep my ass in the seat. I want to run up on the stage and like mess the guy's hair up and turn the furniture over and stuff like that. I'm obviously not an albino. So. Uh, yeah, I have a I have a phobia about antiques, certain kinds, anything before night, uh, anything before 1950 or so. Okay, shut lower. the f- up. I'll do it. Yeah, that's what we did. We we took a the guy who was six five, and shrunk him down for the f- movie. Wow. Yeah. Only in Hollywood. Anyway, no, I'm not an albino. God damn it. I mean seriously, what he's a dwarf. Of course he's that f- short. That's. What kind of question is that? Am I on f- acid? Billy Barrow. Thank you, Pat. Good reminder. Okay, so um, are you guys familiar with the Trailer Park Boys? Yeah. Yes. Okay, Trailer Park Boys in 2015 did a movie, which is on Netflix right now, called Drunk High and Unemployed. <laughs> Live in Austin. So what this was is at the beginning, it's filmed normal, like a normal Trailer Park Boys episode. Then the whole, like, I would say, like, three quarters of the movie is an actual just live performance that people were at. So like a comedy show, like somebody going to a comedy show, but they're watching just the guys in their actor, you know, in their characters as the trailer park boys just go and talking and, you know, to each other and that kind of stuff. The whole concept is that um, Bubbles, the guy with the crazy glasses that people always see pictures of, um, is trying to be famous by auditioning for a movie that Vern Troyer is starring in about little ninjas. Um, so the whole thing is him like trying to, he wants to recreate his audition tape and he wants to do it in front of an audience in Austin. So he's trying to do that. He's trying to show how good of an actor he is. So did you guys watch the show? I, um, I wanted to now that we were at this whole stay at home thing, but, um, I don't know those early episodes I was not into (laughs) the, I, I've watched like most. I don't want to say most because I have no idea how many. I've watched a fair bit of it, and it's like a weird comedy. It's like a weird Canadian thing. It's pretty. I like it though. It's pretty funny. Some yeah. episodes are just bad, but yes, for the most part, it's pretty good. Uh, yeah, and I've seen maybe like five or six episodes, and I, I had the same thing, Steed, where I was like, some I enjoyed quite a bit, and some I was just like, I, why did I just spend my time watching that episode? <laughs> yeah. 
and they seem really inconsistent. But there are some funny parts. Um, the, the basically concept, there's three guys that live in a trailer park. And the one guy, I get so confused with um, Rob Wells. He looks so much like... Danny McBride. Danny McBride. He looks so much like Danny McBride. And so it's very confusing. So uh, anyway, so basically the con- so they're going through, and then it ends with they're actually going film that movie with Vern Troyer. Vern Troyer ends up showing up backstage and is like, hey, yeah, you can be in my movie. You're pretty good. So then they cut to the end of this thing, and then they're actually showing the filming of the movie. So this is not live at this point. And it is a movie starring Tom Green. Tom Green opens up his... Um, he opens up his cabinets and there's Vern Troyer in one of the cabinets dressed in a ninja outfit. And then the other three guys from the trailer park boys come out and start, uh, you know, start fighting with Vern Troyer, attacking Tom Green. <clears throat> and then the scene gets broken up because who is directing this Vern Troyer movie? Billy Bob Thornton. That, Billy Bob no Thornton. No way. Yep. So no way. Billy Bob Thornton is in the last, like, 10 minutes of this movie, he's being a director of this fake movie with Vern Troyer and the Trailer Park Boys in it. <laughs> um, and that that honestly is the best part of the movie is this this last scene where like they're, Vern Troyer's explaining all the things he wants to do with this movie and Billy Bob Thornton's like, what the hell are you talking about? This is horrible. <laughs> um, and Tom Green, I like Tom Green a lot. Uh, Was it the chat? He has not been in anything great in a while, but I liked a lot of his characters in the past. Maybe people got a little sick of it. I don't know, but I enjoyed Tom Green. Um, anyway, uh, that's kind of where that goes. But for me, like so much of it, it, that's like it had some funny parts. Like towards the end, so much of it was just not good. Like, yeah, that's not a fun movie to watch. That's They've a- been doing stuff for so long too, where you're like, just stop. Well, that's the thing. It. It's it's it seems like so. This is something that was interesting. I listened to uh, Jerry Springer the other day and Howard Stern, and he was talking about how he ended this. You know, he ended Seinfeld earlier than he could have because he wanted people to have a good last. Jerry Springer. Jerry, Jerry Seinfeld ended Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld. I listened to Jerry Seinfeld on Howard Stern the other day. And he was telling me, he was telling Howard, not me, but also telling me because I was listening, that uh, not Jerry Springer, Jerry Seinfeld, that uh, he ended Seinfeld a couple seasons early because he didn't want it to be like a bad, he didn't want it to, what he's seen in so many shows where they have a good run and then it starts fading off and people have a bad taste in their mouth when the show's over. Because it's like, yeah. you know. Like The Office for sure could have ended after season seven. They went to season nine. Season yeah. nine was not very good. Um, you know, people would have had a better like over. I think people still like it. If you have enough good seasons, something they still have a good image in the mind. But there's a lot of stuff. Yeah, like, it was. That's a weird one because it got worse, but it was it still was so good. Yes. It's not like bad. Yeah. The, uh, agreed. But there's so many that like do like Dexter. Could they have ended the you know the series an episode earlier and that would have been better than whatever stupid ending they had yeah. <laughs> well yeah probably <laughs> yes but you know what i'm talking so there's so many shows so he, he said that um he also said like he doesn't want to do another maybe stand-up special after this because he doesn't want to appear old and on tv and people feel sad for him or something like that you know he wants oh to like God. go out on top he doesn't like seeing old people on tv so he doesn't want to be on tv <laughs> um, when he's old but this is kind of what is going on with the Trailer Park Boys. They've had so many of these movies. When I just even was trying to find this movie, they've had so many of these type of movies 
in the past couple of years after they did a bunch of seasons of the show. And it just, it, I mean, you have to be such a diehard fan. Like, I, I'm just, I'm pulling up all, these are, here's some different ones here. Trailer Park Boys, Christmas Special, Trailer Park Boys, or Say Goodnight to the Bad Boys, uh, Trailer Park Boys, Countdown to Liquor Day, Trailer Park Boys, Out of the Park, Trailer Park Boys, Live at the North Pole, Trailer Park Boys, Live in fucking Dublin. But I mean, like, that is just a few, that's just a few when it pops up just right here. I'm sure there might even be Live one Live at that. the North Pole. Plus, plus they did a you know a bunch of things a TV show, but I think it's just I I feel like their audience is dwindling and dwindling, and at this point you just gotta stop doing it because it's just not if they're getting paid they're gonna keep doing it, and it just it doesn't work. Like I don't know, it doesn't uh, it doesn't hold up for me. Maybe I would have a different opinion if I had watched a lot more of the show and you know had an even better understanding of the characters, but I think it's you know it should be fairly straightforward. Uh, but this was kind of bottom tier for me, though. I, I really didn't enjoy a lot of it. I, and I've, I've enjoyed other part, stuff from the Trailer Park Boys, but I think it's just kind of not great. Oh, no. Bottom fair, tier. Fair. We can wrap it up there, then. Uh, chubstep.podcast at gmail.com. And rate the show on iTunes. Share the episode with a friend. Uh, all the good stuff. Instagram, Chubstep Podcast. Twitter, Chubstep Podcast. Uh, Pat, do you have a? You're going to talk about rats next week, right? Yeah, we can hold on to that. I got it written down. Or we can talk about it now. Whatever you want. <clears throat> How are we on time? Uh, I mean, we're we're at like fifty something minutes of foot of stuff. Yeah, we'll do it next week. Okay, it's fine. Teaser. Pat's going to talk about came rats. out today. So teaser for rats. Okay, um, the show has ended. I rest my case. Now you know you got to go. Peace. This is Yasin.